All right, pilots, you know what that music means. It is Friday, and it is time for another episode of the Commercial PIC Podcast. I really hope you guys are enjoying these episodes. This is number three. Make sure you go back and listen to the previous two episodes. A lot of interesting content in there that I definitely recommend you check out. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Commercial Pilot in Command. It is the place that provides you aviation expertise from 250 to 1,500 hours in your commercial pilot career. Take command of your pilot career at commercialpic.com. As always, I am Seth. I will be your host today and every time we are doing this podcast. You're listening to the Aviation Podcast where I get to share my knowledge and expertise and experiences of being a commercial pilot with you as you go on in your pilot career post-graduation. Speaking of that, if you are a newly graduated pilot or a low-time commercial pilot, this podcast is for you. This is a podcast I wish I had when I was going through flight school to prepare me for what was going to happen after I graduated flight school. So hopefully I can bring to you commercial pilot career tips that will help you as you get started or as you continue to build your hours. All right, let's get into it. This episode is called, Does Your Past Follow You in Aviation? Specifically, Your Career. The first subject we're going to talk about is checkride fails and other items that you can fail. And then we're going to go through uh, pilot application questions that are common when you're submitting your application and resume. And that comes from a paid website that I'm part of. So you're going to get that information completely complimentary. So stick around to the end to get that. I have a couple quick announcements. The first thing I want to do is talk about a quick pilot job highlight. So if you live in Miami, there's a company called Atlas Air. They are a cargo company. They actually fly in more areas. Go on to LinkedIn and look for pilot support agent. It's a temporary position and you don't need very many qualifications. You are looking at you know, high school diploma, some college experience. You need to be a self-starter and have strong problem-solving skills. Now, is this a pilot job? No, but what this is is a support job that gets you in the front door to a major cargo carrier. And what I recommend is that you work your way up. If that's something that you really want to do, fly cargo, fly big airplanes, you kind of have to start at the bottom. Get your foot in the door, introduce yourself to people, Build your hours, build your time, and then when you're at the right time to go become a first officer, walk across the hallway to the chief pilot's office and drop off your resume. Next thing, I really appreciate the supporters and the subscribers of this channel, and I want to give a couple of shout-outs by reading the top social media comments that I received this week from you guys. I'm going to try and do that every single week to kind of celebrate your contribution to this podcast. The first comment is in relation to last week's episode where I talked about my broken arm. Mark said, I built a track bicycle. It's hard to ride and I had one accident a couple of years back on it. Lots of road rash. Just recently I started riding on an oval track. I don't give much thought to the danger though and I hope you recover quickly. I appreciate that, Mark. You definitely uh, listened to the full episode, I can tell, because I talked about how I really should be more careful moving forward and uh, let my age get mixed up in my decisions. So that's a good one. I appreciate that. This next comment really touched my heart, and I want to share it with you guys because 
The person who left this comment really has the kind of work ethic that I talk about in this podcast and on my channel of going out, getting it done, hitting the streets until you get what you want. Kind of like I just explained with the last job shout out. So Robert said, I watched some of your old videos of banner towing way back when, and it inspired me to drive from Florida to New Jersey and basically knock on doors to beg for a job back in 2020, but had a guaranteed pilot job the following summer. It was by far my favorite job. I loved it. As I was flying banners around Philadelphia, I remembered your city banner tow video and it felt surreal. As of recently, I just finished airline training on the E-Jet and I'm waiting for IOE. Thanks for sharing your advice and making great aviation content. This is an awesome story. I mean, congrats on your hard work, Robert. You beat the streets, you got into the airplane, and now you're in the airlines. Guys, this is how you make it happen. Nobody's going to hand a job to you. Nobody's going to hand you an airline captain position you have to grind for it rise and grind and it's not just grind the coffee beans but that is important but yes get out there beat the streets work your way up and you will have a career that you're proud of robert i am so very thankful that i was part of your journey that really really is special to me and i hope i can get more comments like that and more stories like that in the future all right before we get into the first subject I want you to know that this podcast is available on YouTube, on Spotify, Apple, and iHeartRadio, and even Amazon Music. If you're a returning listener and you're subscribed to the channel, I just want to say I appreciate you so very much, and I look forward to continuing to serve you on your journey in aviation. Okay, so for the first subject, we're going to talk about does your past follow you in aviation, specifically in your aviation career. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever failed a checkride or a portion of flight training, such as a stage check? The chances are probably yes, um, and that's okay, right? We've all failed something at some point. Maybe not, though. If you haven't, then that that's good, you know. But sometimes you take a test, you fail the test, you, you fail stage check, you fail checkride. It happens. So I want to tell you about mine. So I've never failed a stage check and I've never failed a written test, but I did fail my multi-engine check ride on the first attempt. My DPE was not happy with my approach on a one engine out, which is literally the most difficult maneuver to do in a multi-engine airplane. I had dead foot, dead engine. I had the dead engine in the air, you know, raise the dead, but my approach on the glide slope was absolutely atrocious. <laughs> you know, I only had 20 hours in a multi-engine airplane. I had no experience. So I did not do very good. My DPE failed me for that. I had to get recurrent training. A couple days later, I took it again and I passed it on the next attempt. During my debrief, I remember asking my DPE, is this going to affect my career? And his answer was, probably not, but you are going to have to be honest about it moving forward. If you're ever asked about failing a checkride, you need to be honest. So let's talk about that a little bit. Let's be honest. It's hard to find someone who has not failed something, failed a checkride, whatever it is. And like I kind of mentioned, you don't want to take it lightly, okay? Um, being that it's not really uncommon to have failed a checkride, it's not the end of your career, okay? 
some pilots, especially pilots in the beginning, they don't always realize how it can impact their careers. If you fail a private instrument, multi-engine, commercial checkride, it's not the kiss of death, okay? It's really not. It really depends on the reasons, though. If you failed because you crashed the airplane, well, that's a whole nother ballgame. Now you have an accident and a failure on your record. But failing one, even two, really not too big of an issue. When you start failing three or more, that's when you start having to worry a little bit. Okay, so for a more experienced pilot, once you've progressed in your career, you know, maybe with a regional airline or or corporate or cargo or whatever, I'll be honest with you, failed check rides are not very easily dismissed. Okay, if you fail your initial training or upgrade training uh, or even your training where you're going to be getting a type rating, it's going to be a bigger deal. It's going to be a bigger obstacle for you to overcome. Sometimes it might take several years of flying with no failed check rides to convince an employer to hire you. And think about this. It's their decision. I believe that companies are required to retrieve your training records going back three to five years, something like that, unless the law has changed. So with that in mind, let's talk about the airlines. Airlines, they evaluate your failed check rides. They're looking for trends. They're looking for behaviors. And they're looking for... Are you teachable? Are you trainable? Can you correct your mistakes? And they're looking for a lack of discipline, poor judgment, or any learning deficiencies. So if you've failed more than two check rides, you can kind of expect them to spend more time questioning you during the interview, and they may not consider you at all. Again, it's their choice. It's their company. They can do what they want. Not only will they look at those reasons why you failed and how long it took you to retake it, but they're going to take a closer look at your career progression, college grades, um, and see if there's any trends. Okay, they're going to dig a little bit. They want to see what is really going on here. Okay, how do you deal with this? All right, the interview. We're going to get into this a little bit more at the end when I talk about or I give you the exact questions they're going to ask. Okay, but I'll give you a little, a little bit of a, uh, a preview here. The airlines, they might still interview you. You know, you might be a good candidate. You might have the right hours. It might have been many, many years since that failure. So what are they going to do? Okay. Um, personally, I failed my multi-engine check ride, and then I got hired with a cargo multi-engine uh, company, and no problems. Okay. It didn't. It didn't affect me. In regards to how it could be affected for you, how you deal with your failed check rides is really important. So take into consideration, moving forward, if you have a failed check ride on your record, take these into consideration, okay? Like I mentioned, first and foremost, be honest, don't hide it, be upfront, let them disqualify you if they're going to, don't disqualify yourself, okay? You need to take responsibility for your actions, tell them what happened, tell them why it happened, and then tell them how you recovered from it okay be posed be polished be professional be that way in your demeanor and how you indicate the story how you communicate how the incident occurred or how the accident occurred or how the failed check right occurred make sure you're factual give specific dates and don't go off on a tangent remember they might be asking you questions they already know the answer to they're asking you questions to see what your response is going to be 
They may have already done their digging. They may already have your record. And if you're lying about it, they're going to know about it immediately. Okay? But let's say you're an honest person. You're an honest pilot. You work hard and you're not that, you're not like that. Okay? So moving forward, don't treat it lightly. Don't act like it's no big deal. Okay? Address it professionally. And don't act like you didn't know what happened. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know what happened. You know how you failed. You know what what mistakes that you made. With that, be professional. Don't get emotional. Don't get defensive. Okay, they're going to ask you questions. They want to know the story. Just tell them. And, and, and take the responsibility. Like I said earlier, don't blame other people. Say my check ride was uh, right in the middle of the brand new season of something that I watch on Netflix and I was distracted or, you know, or my, my DP had a chip on his shoulder and he didn't like me, whatever, right? Avoid all that. Even if there's some truth to it, don't bring it up. It's in the past, bury it. Okay. Take the responsibility, move forward, tell them what you learned and how you've grown from that experience. And for the remainder of the interview, whether you're responding to behavioral, situational, or technical questions, you need to clearly demonstrate that you have outstanding technical expertise. Your leadership and your teamwork skills can be demonstrated moving forward, okay? So that's really the way that you're going to approach this. So other things that could affect you are if you've ever had an aircraft incident, I mentioned that, same with an aircraft accident, if you've ever been fired by an airline, that's going to affect you as well, all in the same manner that we just discussed. If you've ever failed or denied a drug test, that's a big one. If you've ever received a DUI, if you've ever been incriminated by the federal government, all these questions will be asked during your interview and on your application. Keep in mind, all but two of these will pretty much get you kicked out of the door. The two that I would say that they could give you a pass on are a failed check ride or a failed written test and then an aircraft incident. Hey, you scraped the wing on another airplane while taxiing too close during parking. It happens, all right? You're not going to get bringed over the coals for that. But if you crash an airplane or you run out of fuel or something like that, eh, I don't know. <laughs> it's up to the discretion of the recruiter it's up to the discretion of the employer at that point okay before we get into the next subject i want to talk about a quick sponsor before you skip this i just want you to know that this is going to benefit you okay if you go to audible.com and get a 30-day free trial i have a link in the description below please click on that link you're going to get free credits if you just go to audible.com you're not going to get the credits you get free credits you can spend those on audiobooks and you get to keep those audiobooks after your trial ends so you can choose whether you want to continue or cancel your trial after 30 days but regardless the books you choose you get to keep and just so you're aware audible compensates creators like me for bringing you to their platform so if you choose to download those books it helps me out and it helps the show out and i really appreciate that also, if you're interested, you can support this channel by browsing and purchasing specific custom aviation merchandise that I made for pilots to wear. I've got a t-shirt that says 75, staying alive, 76, radio glitch, 77, going to heaven. It's one of my favorite shirts. It's really fun to wear. And go check out the merchandise that I have. Again, I created these shirts and this merchandise with you guys in mind. And if you have any ideas 
of cool t-shirts that you want, let me know and we can uh, try and get the t-shirt out there for other people to wear. But both the links uh, for these two promotions are in the description below and please go check them out audible.com and then my store merchandise on spring.com regardless there's no commitment for you to have access to this content like i always say you can always enjoy this show at your leisure and for free thank you so very much for supporting all right so the last subject that i had promised from the beginning is going to be these interview questions and i just want you to know that I've got quite a lot of experience in this field because I've done a lot of job interviews and I've done them for fun. Um, I do them just to get experience and I encourage you to do the same thing. Even if you don't think you're qualified, go do the job interview, go get the experience. So I've seen tons and tons of interview questions. I've answered hundreds of interview questions and it's all about the same subjects. They all ask similar things. In fact, I have a video on the main YouTube channel. It's two and a half hours long, and I go through every single interview question I could think of, and I talk about how to respond to it, and I talk about how you should prepare for that question. Go check that out. That video is on the main YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash commercial pilot in command LLC. The name of the video is pilot interview preparation full guide live stream. Go check that video out. It has some amazing content in there that you're just not going to get anywhere else. Okay, I'm going to read these questions to you one by one, and you can kind of interpret them your own way. We kind of talked about how you would respond to these questions already, so I'm just going to go through the list of them. This comes from applications that I've put in uh, in the past, and I grabbed these questions as ways of you know, kind of studying and knowing what I'm going to do moving forward. Of course, I'm not going to name who these questions were asked by. Just know they come from airlines, regional airlines, different pilot companies. Do you have a disciplinary record with your current or previous employer? Is there an incident, accident, or violation that is currently pending in an FAA decision? Were you ever under investigation for a flight-related incident by the FAA or the military? Next question. Have you ever failed an initial qualification checkride, recurrent, or refresher checkride, or upgrade? Have you ever failed any FAA checkride, not including stage checks, during your flight training or during your professional career? Have you ever failed an evaluation event as in an initial, requal, transition, upgrade, recurrent, or line check? Have you ever been removed from flying status by an employer while in the military unrelated to a medical condition? Have you ever tested positive or refused to test on any drug or alcohol test administered by an employer covered by the DOT agency drug and alcohol testing rules during the past five years? Have you ever been furloughed or recall rights with any previous positions? And to top it off, any of the following are definitely disqualifiers. Treason, sedation, espionage, murder, assaults, felonies, arson, all that bad stuff. Aircraft piracy. <laughs> That's a good one. Don't steal airplanes. You probably will not be able to get a job flying airplanes if you steal them. So every airline and company has some form of these questions. These are not specifically from one airline. These are a generic set of questions, and you will see these questions. This isn't like 
private information. You're going to have to answer these questions. So keep in mind that this is meant to prepare you for if you do have something on your record, how are you going to move forward and be aware that these questions are asked in the initial interview and they're even even before that in the application process and that they could be used i don't want to say used against you that's not the right term here but they could affect you being hired as you guys know your careers are extremely important to me everything that you guys are going through i've been through i know what it's like to have low hours i know what it's like to struggle and build hours and have disappointments and obstacles in fact, I've had more obstacles in aviation than I think I've had in any other part of my life, okay? So I want you to know that I appreciate that you guys are continuing to work hard. I've had friends who quit, did not want to continue flying. They got their private, then they quit. Some people I know, they never even finished their private. And I'll be honest with you, there was a time when I almost quit, a couple of times. So I just want to encourage you and just remember, please, that the journey to building your hours is valuable. The destination is there. It will be there. You will get there. But you are going to have amazing times and amazing memories, like what I mentioned with Robert earlier, that are never going to go away. And you're going to use that moving forward. You're going to gain experience. You're going to get gray hairs of wisdom. And there's going to be other pilots who are looking up to you. Keep in mind, you're going to be a captain someday. You're sitting in the left seat. What's your job? Your job is to lead the crew. Your job is to be the leader that everybody is looking at. You have a first officer who has less experience. He's relying on you to know your stuff. You need that experience. You need that journey to be able to reflect on when you're doing your job and hopefully never during some kind of emergency situation. But you'll have it when you need it. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast and you get value from this content, please, please, please take a moment to rate it, share it, subscribe, and like, and even leave a comment so I can use your comment in a future podcast episode. Remember that together we're a community, and when you engage with this podcast, it tells the algorithm that others are interested in this podcast as well. It will help other pilots discover this content and build their careers alongside you. One day, you might be flying with one of those pilots. Thank you for your support. Thank you for liking and sharing. And please remember to enjoy the journey and fly that airplane to the finish every single time. Guys, have a good one. Talk to you next week.